0: Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zack and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM 560, FM 99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zack and the Nose.
1: All right! Ladies and gentlemen, people out there, time for Zach and the Nose. That means we're going into another week of the NFL season. Week three is here. It starts tonight in uh, Carolina, I believe. Are they in Houston? I'm not sure where they are tonight. But Carolina and Houston play tonight in a stinky uh, Thursday night football game. It's football. I'm not complaining. The Texans are first place in the AFC South right now, so I'll give them that. I believe they are in Houston tonight, Uh, but it is a stinky Thursday night game. Not a lot of fantasy uh, in this game tonight, but I'm not the expert to tell you that or not. I'll bring on the expert. It's Zach in the nose, which means I have a partner in crime, and he is the nose, and it is week three. Welcome to week three, Nose. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, and you're right. We are not going to complain. We have
2: football on tonight, and no matter how you slice it or dice it, you know a few weeks ago we did not have football on thursday night so we're going to take every single piece of the nfl that they give to us and uh tonight we're rooting for davis mills zach the stanford quarterback playing now for houston for tyrod taylor and so yeah it's a little bit of a stinky game as you said but hey man the panthers are 2-0 sam darnold looks great obviously christian mccaffrey is the number one player in fantasy you got dj moore on one side robbie anderson on the other you might be starting and then for Houston, uh, yeah, probably just about Brandon Cooks. And that's just about it. Right. So right. tonight, you're right. It For fantasy purposes, it's a bit of a stinker. But I'm not complaining about it. Nope. We're going to watch it, and we're going to like it.
1: That's right. And it is McCaffrey in here tonight. So a lot of the times, you might not watch Christian McCaffrey's games unless you have him on your team because you're not going to sit and watch a Carolina Panther game. You're smarter than that out there. But tonight they're the only team on, so you get to enjoy watching Christian McCaffrey tonight. And and you're allowed to be a purist and an NFL fan and realize that Christian McCaffrey
2: is a special player, yet another Stanford player I just thought about. We have Stanford versus Stanford tonight, okay. Uh, But yes, Christian McCaffrey is the number one player in fantasy. He's the, I guess, best all-purpose fantasy back right now. You know, he is not quite the Marshall, Falk, or LaDainian Tomlinson of the past. Sean Alexander. Well, I was more on the (laughs) all-purpose, than you had to throw in Sean. Fair enough. But we're we're talking about the guy who could catch 100 uh, 100 balls and could rush for 1,500 yards and get all kinds of touchdowns. So, for the sake of football, why don't you go turn it on tonight and watch Christian McCaffrey do his thing. But as you said, I'm going against this guy in like five leagues. Of course. I think I just want to drink heavily and hope something, you know— Hope he doesn't go for a 40,
1: essentially. Right, right. Three Cause, touchdowns. Because a 30 is going to happen. Right. right. Eight catches, 130 yards rushing like something stupid tonight. And it could happen. And uh, by the way, I'm glad we do have fantasy football because if you're just an NFL purist or a Dolphin fan, you had a very stinky Sunday. So thank goodness for fantasy football to keep me going the rest of Sunday into Monday night. Uh, we have a great schedule, of course, this weekend. We'll go over that. We have our normal stuff. That we do here on the show, including kind of looking back at the week that was with a little bit of observations, the noses observations, talking about guys that just blew up last week. Also, the sniff test is coming. We have the nose pick of the week, the tight end of the week. We also have yes or no's. We have plenty to go over today. It is always fun when we get to kick off the NFL week here. Kickoffs at eight twenty five tonight. I believe it's on our sister station tonight. Not here on five hundred and sixty. The Joe, uh, the game seven hundred and ninety. So there you go, uh, right there. I gotta
2: say something. I gotta compliment you. I don't know where this came from, but I feel like the audience needs to know. I watched Zach. We're together right now in his home office. The dude's flat out watching the Thursday night football feed while watching Twitter at the same time, and is hosting a live radio show. Three things at once. That's multitasking, my friend. Very impressive. And that's why you're the, the, the quarterback, if you would, of this show. But it's impressive. He's just watching the NFL game on the TV and talking to you guys at the same time.
1: Because and I, I want to be the guy that I see the news and I break it. Since we have this... Mike hot here and the TV right next to us. I am gonna be the one to get the news for us as soon as possible if we can do it. But I do appreciate that compliment. Thank you very much. Yeah. I wasn't gonna let that thank compliment. You. That's what out, you're right? supposed to say. And I did, and I appreciate that compliment. But I don't I don't like to chat yeah, I do like chess peeding. No, I'm not gonna to lie to you. I was gonna say I don't. That's an absolute lie right there. Uh text machine, as always, wide, wide open Three uh, zero five five six seven. 305-567. 0560. If you want to get any texts in here, and you know how we do it here, we're very ADD here on the show. We start talking about something, see a couple text messages come in, and then we stop talking about what we're talking about and go right to your text messages. So any questions for the Nose here in week three of the NFL season? Text them in. Like I said, 305-567-0560 and Nose, only two games on the record right now. Take a deep breath. Your team might be 1-1 one one right now, could be 0-2 right now, you could be lucky and be 2-0 oh in your two money leagues like me, uh, and that's why I'm beating my chest on that. But, deep breath. 1-1, 0-2, right. oh deep breath. That's right.
2: If you right now 0-2, oh we're going to start a, a slight panic next week if you're 0-3, oh and, and we're going to get you through it. We're going to start discussing how you use the assets on your team, possibly to make a trade, right. to fill in holes. We are not there yet, okay? We have had a crazy first uh, start of the season. You got players like... Tyler Lockett right now leading in receiving. uh, Yes, a good player, but should he be the number one receiver? And is he going to be all season long? Absolutely not. You got multiple first-round players that have absolutely been trashed so far. For example, like a Jonathan Taylor. Where have you been, Najee Harris? Yes, he found the end zone last week, but again, where does he stand in all this? We're not gonna. We don't have the answers because the answers are not available yet. We're going to wait for this week. We're going to see what happens. We're going to start our best players. Text in the show. Let's discuss it. Let's give you the best chance to win. And let's hope you could go like 3-0, and one But we're really trying to avoid anybody going 0-3 this week. Right.
1: And as my brother text, uh, texted me and just pointed out for tonight's game, another sexy kind of uh, thing for tonight's game, Thursday Night Football, is that Houston's backfield is the 2014 Pro Bowl team. Like, all the guys that were on the, the running backs from the 2014 Pro Bowl, I believe they have three uh, guys that were actually Pro Bowlers that year. So, if you're an NFL historian, tonight's a good game to watch that back. Hey, Josh, watch. that means absolutely nothing, okay? <laughs> you have a three-headed monster there. What right. are you talking about?
2: Ingram, Johnson, and, and Philip Lindsay? That's great, great. No, those guys are all basically going to, you know, I like Philip Lindsay the most, but if you're starting any of the Houston running backs tonight, you're already in a bad situation, right, right, as far right. as I'm concerned, and I don't recommend it.
1: Right, and you just brought something uh, up, uh, just about guys first rounders not kind of acting their part so far, uh, going off kind of key right now. Um, Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara, expected a lot more from these guys to start. Uh, obviously, McCaffrey, and we'll see him tonight. Off to a, a decent season, not Christian McCaffrey. No, he's crazy. off to a good start. You're he's off. off. Okay. okay, so he's off
2: to a good start. going to be straight. No, out. do it. You got to right. say it. That's fine.
1: And uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, in your eyes right now, off to the Dalvin Cook start or not. But that's your first four that's in just about every league. I don't want to talk about number five yet because that is going to be part of our wow, what happened last yeah, week well, for him. But the first four. Fair enough. We'll dive into the, the big dog
2: in a minute. But yes, this is why we don't overreact. Alvin Kamara, you probably took him with a third overall pick. Maybe the fourth overall pick. Last week, I'm going off of the top of my head, five rushing yards.
1: Yeah, it was bad.
2: Three catches for 25 yards. Right. What did he get, 10 points? No, he, didn't even he get did there? not even come close Jeez. to 10 points. He had three and a half points, maybe four points. Okay, so Alvin Kamara, are we going to freak out about it? No, we're not going to. We're going to be a little patient on our studs because it doesn't happen just for everybody over overnight. Dalvin Cook, yes, hasn't been so impressive, a little banged up. Uh, this week is a bit questionable. I expect him to start, and he's obviously a must-start. So you brought up a few of the extra players, and so far, some of the first-rounders are underperforming. And you know, we'll get into it. Josh Allen, for example, he wasn't a first-rounder, but he was the second quarterback taken in every league. He's ranked around twentieth right now amongst all quarterbacks, give or take. And what does that mean? It means nothing. No, so two weeks in, all right? We 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 stay patient. You trust your draft. You trust your instincts. And, again, we'll discuss when your team is 0-3. Then we get into a uh, a situation where we have to be, be, be a little aggressive based on your lineup. Right.
1: And I want to apologize to you and Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey, 162 yards from scrimmage per game this year. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that's why I corrected yeah. you. Gra- thank you. Because that's I'm why right, That's right. why you're here. Right, that's why you're here. Right, that's exactly it. All right, this is Zach in the News. fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you want to text in the show, it's 305 567 560. Before we get to the break, let's talk about two other running backs who have hot starts uh, to the season right now. One of them is probably that fourth or fifth pick in your draft. uh, And he has been the ultimate guy really towards the end of the seasons in fantasy when you're in the money, money weeks. But man, what a start for that dude in Tennessee. He is who we thought he was. Oh, I did it. I did it. Dennis Green, right?
2: Derrick Henry, you drafted him. And uh, yeah, last week, 35 carries, 182 yards, three touchdowns of one which, which was just insanely impressive, the 61-yarder, six receptions for 55 yards on top of it. And that guy doesn't really catch balls. So overall, first week, a little lackluster right. week for Derrick Henry. Right. And then some of the Derrick Henry uh, owners after week one, people who I'm partners with, freaking out over it. I said, be patient. And look what happens in week two. Who's the number one overall fantasy running back? Because we're only in week two. So it's a beautiful lesson that the Alvin Kamaras and the Dalvin Cooks, and if you drafted them early, it's coming as well. It, you know, Of course there's a chance that they could have off years, but I don't expect it. So Derek Henry last week, if you had him, what a start for you. But the, the real big story was is how many teams, Zach, came into Monday Night Football down 20 points. Down 30 points, in some leagues, down 35 or even 40 points. I saw, and walked away with one player, A.A. Ron Jones, nose pick of the year two years ago. Had himself one of the most special days in a long time. He had himself 17 carries for 67 yards and one teeter on the ground. Okay. But then the six catches for 48 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. Three. Wow. That totals four touchdowns from Aaron Jones. People who are freaking out over Aaron Rodgers having one fantasy point right. week one. Again, everyone chill out, okay? It's the law of averages. And uh, obviously Aaron Jones had a very special Monday night. He sure And did. if you're one of those people who had him and were down X amount of points and you won your week, that is what fantasy football is all about. That's the fun of it. Waiting all night, waiting for that chance to have an Aaron Jones blow up and it happens for you. And, of course, there's the other side of it. Right, right. The person who's up. up 40. Right. Right, right. And they right. just woke up the next morning,
1: baby, because they just were cocky and, like, fell I asleep. would have went to sleep if I was up 30 or more points going into Monday Night Football, even playing against A.A. Ron Jones or A.A. Ron Rogers. I would have just said to myself, listen, he's probably going to have a good game, 20, 25 points. I win by three, win by five. I'm going to bed. If I would have woke up the next morning and saw Aaron Jones go for four touchdowns, and hundred yards, all purpose, with a five. With the catches. I, I honestly, I would have been pissed off Monday morning. I all Tuesday night, morning, all yeah. night. My
2: nephew Joey has was down forty one fantasy with one Holy player. God. Now everyone's leagues are different. They award you know award long touchdown. He texted me in the morning, comeback of a set, you know, of the century, right? And because he was one of those people who was down crazy amounts. One player left, and he executed the win. So. You know, well played. Derrick right. Henry and Aaron Jones are my obviously top performing running backs of the week last week and they were uh, wonderful if you had them on your team.
1: We got observations, we got your text messages, couple more guys to go over, we had great weeks uh, last week in the NFL. We're going to do all that coming up here in the next segment. This is Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Big uh, hello out there to Danny the GM, to the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, also Ari and Erica. Uh, all these big supporters of the show, we really appreciate that. So send in your text, and we will bat, we will literally talk our heads off until eight o'clock tonight. Eight twenty-five tonight, kickoff between Houston and Carolina to start Week Three of Thursday Night Football. We'll take a break, and everything else we're going to talk about all our nonsense coming up after this.
0: Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM five sixty and FM ninety six point five HD two the Joe WQAM.
1: All right, back here. It's Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Uh, I don't want to get into your personal business, Nose, but I did see you texting during the break. Are you? uh, Are you? Did you get? Are you going out to dinner tonight with the Tropical Chevrolet King and Queen? Can't you see? Because you look dressed. I'm in basketball shorts and a ripped QAM shirt. And uh, you look the most dressed up I've seen you doing one of these shows ever. That's right. I got Mrs. Nose
2: Ubering out right now to the King and Queen's house in East Fort Lauderdale. Mm. And then we're going to have like a nice little warm meal of food tonight. So what a special night for me. I get to go from hanging out with you doing the show to hanging out with uh, my close friends, the King and the Queen.
1: I like it. I like it. Tell Dylan I said what's up when you see him tonight also. Oh, their
2: son Dylan is an incredible hockey goalie and an incredible fisher. So fisherman, I would call it. I said fisher, but a fisherman, and he's really a little young talent. That's my dude. That.
1: At the chicken wing contest at her house that night, he actually came out and had a couple wings with us. Who
2: won that contest? Me, of course. I think that's not going to be an agreeable by the queen, is my opinion. Because well, agree-
1: you're that's the one agree- who was sweating right. your brains out, how to leave the area while she was laughing. Correct. Giggling to, at you. I had to put my mouth in her pool. That's what I had to do that night, to Calm down. All right, so thank you, as always, to that's our friends true. at Tropical Chevrolet. I actually <laughs> put my mouth in the pool. Uh, we'll get back to uh, all our normal shenanigans here uh, on the show, but let's get to a couple text messages real quick, real quick. 305-567-0560, uh, and then we're going to get into the wide receiver and quarterbacks uh, who had really big weeks last week because i are showing a highlight of, I think, one of the guys you're going to talk about on TV right now who did a flip into the end zone and didn't practice one day this week because of that. There's your hint, wink, wink. All right, let's get to a couple here. Uh, Should I feel good about starting Hollywood Brown, Marvin Jones, and Rondell Moore this week? Somebody texted. I feel
2: really good about Hollywood Brown. I feel great about Marvin Jones. Rondell uh, Moore this week is a bit of a trickier situation. And let's just jump into that for you, if you will, because I actually have notes about Rondell Moore because he's one of those people that a lot of good people are going to ask on these text messages. And Zach, the first week he had four catches for 68 yards. And in the second week he had seven catches for 114 yards and one touchdown. And that means, okay, whoa, where did that come from? And my answer to you is, we don't know what week three is going to bring, okay? It could be very easily four catches for 68 yards, or it could be another blow up week. But remember, they have still Christian Kirk there who had that monster week one, and then he did nothing really week two. And then you have A.J. Green there who caught three catches for 44 yards and a touchdown last week. And so at the end of the day, I'm not even mentioning Hopkins. So that, you know, Hopkins is obviously going to be right. their number one. There's so
0: right.
2: you need the Cardinals to start him to have another one of those 35 point explosions, which, by the way, of course, could happen. I mean, if there's anyone who's going to do it, and they're at Jacksonville. So if there's a time to say, It looks like Moore is my best start. I have no problem with it because I do think that everyone could go and eat on that team. But don't be surprised if he goes backwards and only has a few catches. Right.
1: Uh, Half point PPR, I need one. Here's Rondell Moore once again. I knew it. Wes Watkins or DJ Chark? Do-do-do-do. Right, I love it. We lost it there.
2: Right, I'm going to go with Rondell Moore on this one. Uh, I think he's just going to have the most targets out of those guys. I do like DJ Chark, but uh, for this week,
1: I would go with Rondell Moore over him. Good afternoon, Squires of Fantasy Football. Full PPR and I need a flex. Jamar Chase, Mike Davis. Also, I've got Tyler Higby, but Evan Ingram is about to come back as a free agent. Should I grab him? So first answer, the first one. Full PPR, need a flex. Jamar Chase or Mike Davis? That's a
2: no-brainer for me. That's Jamar Chase. It looks like T. Higgins did not practice today, which is a very bad sign for him uh, suiting up on Sunday. So if that's the case, Jamar Chase is a must-start. Uh, in terms of your tight end, I think you should pick up Evan Ingram. That being said, I wouldn't drop Tyler Higby yet. I would start Higby this week and just just to see what Evan Ingram looks like just to make sure he's playing. He's currently questionable, but we've discussed him last week. a, a huge talent. Uh, so yeah, when you're that thin at tight end, I would I would uh, roster both of them and see how it plays out over the next week or two.
1: All right, our favorite texter from uh, Hawaii Texan. Aloha from the beautiful island of... Uh, how Am I, am I going to say that or, or Just, butcher it? No, you can do it. Oh. Oh, yeah, there it is. All right. Uh, what's up, brothers? I need some help. RB1, Aaron Jones. Uh, should I stick with Gibson at RB2 or play three wide receivers, including A.J. Brown, Chase, Rondell Moore once again, or Robbie Anderson, or Brandon Ayuk? There's a lot in there. Yeah. Hold on. Do it so, again. So play three wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Rondell Moore, Chase, Robbie Anderson, or Ayuk. Ooh. Thank you to the both of you. I was waiting for my IU
2: uh, there he, he may have had zero catches in week one and only one catch for six y- uh, yards in week two, but we are still not letting go of that button Garcia. So great job. Um, aloha to you mahalo all the good stuff aaron jones obviously is your number one you are to stick with gibson no question as your rb2 and then if you're going to only start two running backs excuse me wide receivers in that case you're going to go with aj brown and you're going to go with jamar chase those are your uh two wide receivers i would let more anderson and Ayuk stay on your bench for just one more week I like you rostering those guys, but that's my recommendation for you for this week.
1: All right, two straight quarterback questions just came in. Tom Brady or Matt Stafford playing each other this week, I believe, also. They are playing each other this week. It is impossible. Well,
2: it's not impossible, but you're starting Brady over Stafford. Uh, that's that's my answer. I, it's just really difficult to start Brady. I mean, give I, I need a, a harder example. So why don't you just give me the next text? Right. Well, this one's perfect because it's Tom Brady or Jalen Hurts So Good. And there it is. I knew it was going to happen to me. Brady or the Nose Pick of the Year. And the Nose Pick of the Year has a tasty matchup at Dallas. You have to start Tom Brady. You have to start Tom Brady. Right now, that Tampa offense, and we discussed it in the preseason coming into the draft, they are insanely good. And yes, I understand Antonio Brown is going to be out because of COVID. It's not great. But right now that is a full oil machine going right now. And uh, you have to start Brady. He's the safest player. Hertz is gonna have a great game and no one's gonna be watching closer on Monday Night Football and have more interest in that man than me. Right. But I can't wow. I can't recommend him over the goat of all goats who's right now playing at the highest of levels. Yeah,
1: he is he is playing really, really well right now. I like this text that just came in also. Big fan from Erie, Pennsylvania. Wow. Wondering if I should play Robbie Anderson or K.J. Osborne this week. There's more to this, but I uh, he says, I think it's a coin flip, but I'm leaning towards Robbie. But what's the nose smelling? I'll be honest, as someone who works in the media down here in Miami, K.J. Osborne from the University of Miami transferred over there. Uh, I did not think he would be kind of a pro football player. Maybe in there or whatever, but wow. He is making the fantasy text tonight. Robbie Anderson or KJ Osborne. That's an 814
2: area code right. from Erie, Pennsylvania. Right. This show gets around. We, we're worldwide. We are worldwide. We're like Pitbull. <laughs> you did it. Okay, so listen up, Tom. You're going to go with Robbie Anderson tonight over KJ Osborne, okay? So that's what you're going to do. I think it's a coin flip as well. KJ Osborne needs that big, big play. He's the third wide receiver essentially, for the Minnesota right. Vikings. Two when pretty good ones ahead of them. Great ones ahead of them. You have their focal point is still Dalvin Cook. And so tonight, grab yourself some Bubba Kush, grab yourself some a beer, and go with Robbie Anderson.
1: I like this one. Do I trust Ingram tonight over Jamal Williams? No. I feel like that's no. kind of my situation in one of my leagues. I, listen,
2: Jamal Williams didn't have the best Monday Night Football game. I thought he would have a better revenge game against Green Bay, but overall, I would be starting uh, Jamal Williams over uh, Ingram. I don't trust Ingram, and he had that great week one. I don't see him replicating that for the entire season.
1: Uh, Damian Williams or Sony Michelle? That... Is an interesting running back question. Also, it's not an interesting running back situation. Just the fact that I'm naming those two guys, we are down
2: the list. Fine, you're of running backs, you're, right? you're, you're backing up your comment of interesting. And Correct. I respect you yes, for that. I
0: have to do something. You know, you I'm constantly be in the state of wanting to throw up.
1: Right.
2: Right. And honestly, the the truth is, I've just been riding you pretty hard so far on the show. I like it. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's good. Look, uh, it looks like Daryl Henderson. It looks like he might not play, and if that's the case. Sony Michelle is a must start. Now, of course, they're playing probably the best defensive line in football in the Tampa Bay Bucks. But when it comes down to Damian Williams or Sony Michelle, it comes down to volume, opportunities. Sony Michelle looked pretty go- pretty darn good when Henderson was out last week. So I'm going to go with Michelle over Damian Williams.
1: All right, 305 567 0560 is the text machine at this point. You want to send some more texts in? We'll get to them. I really want to get over a couple more things uh yes he did jason if you are listening right now to answer your text without having to type you back uh let's go here so we went over a couple quarter uh running backs that had really good weeks last week uh but you didn't hit the quarterback or wide receiver so go over quickly those we'll get some observations coming up soon also the the um sniff test we have all of our stuff but let's finish that off because you know garcia told us the other week we got to stick to our guns, and, and, and we go right past it every time, right? You know what? My
2: ADD show is a perfect description. That's how of I who, say it, who right. who, There is, I am extremely ADD, right. and uh, exactly right. Wow, you're so witty. Well Garcia. done, Garcia. Yeah. So the bottom line is this: we came into the season with Pat Mahomes is the number one quarterback, no brainer, no brainer. Josh Allen is the number. <laughs> Josh Allen is the number two quarterback, no brainer, no brainer. They're all wrong right now. It's Kyler Murray. Yeah, he's good. Another great game. 400 yards in the air with three touchdowns. Another 31 yards on the ground with a touchdown. Four touchdowns in total. Now, the only thing that's holding me back is last year he started out this hot as well. He did. He was in the MVP conversation through five weeks. And the grind of the season with his size and with, again, just getting hit as by his, just these very large human beings, it does wear and tear on you. So. Obviously, if you have Kyler Murray, you're super excited. Let's just hope it lasts all year. That's that's the message there. And then it's done. Wow, that's (laughs) it. You're in. Okay, so the Cobra Kyler right now, if you own him, Cobra K is the number one quarterback to have. Yes, he might not be as good as a quarterback as Pat Mahomes, but fantasy wise, my Lord, it's happening. So again, we discussed it. If he could be doing this in weeks 13, 14, 15, you're going to have yourself a really great year. And then the guy who does it over and over again, the man man who's doing flips in the end zone just because he wants to. Lamar Jackson, 239 yards in the air and one touchdown. That's not so great, right? No, until he has 107 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. This is a quarterback, people. So Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray are the big performers at quarterback. And it just goes to show you why I love Jalen Hurts, because this is going to happen to him in the near future, running quarterback, Zach, in fantasy. You cannot underestimate how big those yards are on the ground and those rushing touchdowns. That's right. That takes a guy like a Matthew Stafford, and then you add all those rushing yards and the touchdowns on the ground, and it makes that player so much better than a Matthew Stafford. So, again, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson were the real big time quarterback performers in week two. All right, wide receivers, give me a couple. I'll give you two. Cooper Cup, well, I was just matching Matthew Stafford. What a connection Stafford to Cup has been in the first two uh, games. Last week, nine touches, excuse me, nine catches, 163 yards and two touchdowns. And then Tyler Lockett again, eight catches, 178 yards, one very long touchdown, where if you get bonus points for long touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Ay caramba, the number one wide receiver. If you have those bonus touchdowns in fantasy through two weeks, is Tyler Lockett, and maybe down the stretch, in the le- and maybe next week we're gonna be discussing trading Tyler Lockett, Ooh. because I don't believe that this is gonna happen week in, week out. DK Metcalf is the number one there, and I love playing, uh, I guess, values. And right now, Lockett's value couldn't be any higher. I don't make trades in the first two or three weeks, but no, after next,
1: down. After
2: right, next right. week, though, and if you have some holes, and you have Tyler Lockett,
1: I know he's going to be hard to trade, but it's the right move. All right. So that's a little bit of the top performers uh, from week two. I feel like when you play this music, Garcia, I should be screaming back, 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 back. Like I should be doing some burning stuff. There. Right. Right. Like I just feel like that when you have this music playing. Right. Well, they we do the nicknames. Yeah, we have the nicknames in there. So we're close. Yeah, we're getting there close. That was not bad right there, Garcia. Right. It was not bad at all. Uh, by the way, I want to bring up something because you brought up Kyler Murray, that high-powered offense in Arizona. I mean, are we talking about you could start two, three, four guys from this offense? Like, what do you do there, though? Right, yeah. We just, just discussed it a little bit, but it's a very actual
2: difficult situation because you just don't know who's going to be that guy week in, out, week in and week out. DeAndre Hopkins, that's an obvious, okay? He's a must-start. Right. And right now, Chase Edmonds is a must-start running back. So you got the running back, and then you got the wide receiver. But where does Kyler Murray throw for 400 yards? Well, the answer was... Last week, Max Williams had seven catches for 95 yards. Zach, he had zero catches in week one. I know, that's okay. A lot. Yes, Christian nice. Kirk in week one. Five for 70 and two touchdowns. Last week, he had three catches for 65 yards. AJ Green, two for 25 week one. Last week, three for 40, uh, three for 44. And then, of course, Rondell Moore, who we're gonna talk about all day. I know it. Four for 68 in week one, right. seven for 114 on touch in week two. So the real answer is the must-starts are very few. It's Chase Edmonds and DeAndre Hopkins. But if you want to try to hit that player that's going to have that big game and Rondell Moore is your upside play at flex, I get it, I
1: understand it, but know
2: the risk going in that that could be the Christian Kirk game. Right,
1: right, right. That's a lot of that offense right there. A lot of offense being put up doesn't mean that your guy every week is going to have big numbers. It could be week to week with that offense It's called start at your own risk. The Cardinals, not named... Chase, Kyler Murray, and Hopkins. Right, right. All right, let's get back to a couple, uh, just a few more text messages before we go to break here. 305 567 0560. Let's start with this one here. Cortland Sutton or Julio Jones? Wonderful question to be asking
2: because those are two players that later on might be passing the sniff test per se, but the answer is Cortland Sutton. Absolutely all day and every day on this one. This is my guy. This is a guy that I was actually, my first season on the Joe Rose show and he was a rookie, and we were talking about his extreme talent, and I made him a Nose Pick of the Week, and he, That's blew, right. and he blew up. and So forever a place in my heart when I'm going on your show with Joe. Of course. And I know there's a tremendous amount of listeners, and you hit two players that really brought Cartland Cortland Sutton and uh, Juju Smith-Duce. Double Jew, right. Yeah, the double Jew. Yeah. But the uh, answer is Denver's uh, Cortland Sutton, even though I do expect Julio Jones to have a great game. I'd like for this person to text back to say, his, the rest of his team, because I bo- I want you to start them both, but Teddy Two Gloves right now in Denver has his team 2-0. and They look great, and they lost Jerry Judy, right? So all of these targets right now have to go to somebody, and last week they went to Sutton. He had nine catches for about 158 yards, I want to say. I might be a few yards off, but I'm in, I'm in the general ballpark over there, and so... Cortland Sutton, man, he's going to be a must-start at home versus the Jets. Just flat-out a must-start.
1: All right, full PPR, need three, trying to get my first win. Looks like he's got Jalen Waddell, Cole Beasley, Deontay Johnson, and Brandon (laughs) Ayuk. I don't want to sound
2: disrespectful, but I understand sort of why you're 0 2 at this point, right? You know, your, your players, Ayuk. Those IU. are your four receivers. No, don't get right. me Right. Ayuk was supposed to be better, and Deontay Johnson is really good, but I have him out as of right now. Again, information changes every day. This is a Thursday night show. They play on Sunday, but the nose is smelling. Deontay chose being out, Johnson being out. So you need to have three of those guys. That's not great. I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. I would have to go by process of elimination since one of those players is out. It's going to be Waddle Ayuk and Beasley. And
1: uh, what if Deontay plays? You keep him in there. Oh yeah. If Johnson plays, who do you drop? Great question. If Deontay plays... you
2: got to drop one of
1: the other guys. I'm
2: dropping Waddle. Okay. Yeah. yeah just, Unfortunately, the, just in case he does
1: play, right. right? Right. And we don't have to say why. We know why. No, we know why. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, here's an interesting one. This is someone who offered a trade early The superstars in this trade. Okay. I have Derrick Henry. Was offered Devontae Adams for him. What do I do? You, you do not trade Derrick Henry. Right. Next. Okay. Yeah, that's no, you mean, it, right? I mean, you
2: know, Derrick Henry, to have that special running back... Now, Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the game. Period. And a statement. His numbers may not be there yet. They'll be there at the end of the season. But when you have yourself an RB1, you hold on to that RB1 like a, you know a farmer holds on to soil, okay? So <laughs> you're holding on to Derrick Henry. Farmer and soil. That was a great analogy. You know what? I came I'm sure it made sense. I loved it. It was from Back to School wow. and, and Sam Kennison, and I may have botched the line, that, but I did pretty good. I'm guessing you might have botched him. No, it. No, I don't really think I really did It was right.
1: really funny. Garcia, you might have to check that. Thank you. Strong, that was strong. Uh, Here's a defensive question for you: Browns or Cardinals?
2: The Browns. You're going with the Browns' defense this week at home versus a rookie quarterback. Now, I like Justin Fields, but he's not ready for the NFL's defense, and uh, Miles Garrett might have something to say about it. So, uh, I have Fields if he's throwing the ball, Zach. He's going to throw some interceptions. Now he might run for a touchdown or two. Probably. But the Browns at home, they're hot, their defense is good. Yeah, I would go with him against the Ruck.
1: All right, 305-567-0560. We have a bleep ton of text messages to get to and a bleep ton more of information to give you here before our show is done at 8 o'clock tonight. Houston and Carolina kick off Thursday Night Football Week 3 tonight as well. Let's take another break. This is Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. We'll take a break. We're back right after this.
0: Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM.
1: All right, welcome back, Zach in the Nose. This is our fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Big shout out to Danny, the GM over there. Making popcorn for everyone else and selling cars too—that uh, helps, also. I'm sure the king and the queen happy about that. Probably more of the popcorn. I wonder if they have a popcorn machine in their house. I'm, well, I'm concerned. To tonight. I'm
2: concerned that the COVID took away the popcorn machine. We might
1: have to do a full. Yeah, investigation. you got to put your hands in the machine, right, to get the popcorn. Different well, times. We'll do an investigation. Different times. The good part is, is that if they are trying to get rid of the popcorn machine, I will take it over for you. Because it'll just be my hands in there. And you don't have to worry about anything like that. Amen. You go down there like I did, and
2: all of a sudden Danny right. is pulling up in a brand new Tahoe Ooh, that all sweet. of a sudden I had to walk away with it. And guess right. what? I did. Beautiful. You did. Oh,
1: you're damn right I did. I right. did. Chevrolet Tahoe, American car, beautiful stuff. There you go. Well done. So thank you to our friends and our great sponsors there at Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads with Tropical Chevrolet in Miami shorts. Let's get back to the text machine real quickly. 305-567-0560. The texts are all over the place today. I feel like um, we could do an entire show based off of what I'm looking at right now. People are listening, Zach. Oh, I know they're listening. We have a guy from Erie, Pennsylvania. Me, we're Can you build it. They will come. Right. Let's Chevrolet built it. Let's answer their questions. All right, pick one: PPR, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, or Odell
0: Beckham.
2: Okay, pick we're one. gonna. I get it. I'd like to see Odell Beckham if he plays. I'd like to right. see him play. See how many targets he gets, etc. Listen, Devonta Smith, Monday Night Football, have it in your back pocket, rookie. You know how I feel about him. So I'm a. I'm, if you didn't, I'm a big fan of his talent. So Devonta Smith. With Jalen Hurts, I'm expecting. There it is. I was waiting on it. It It makes me laugh how invested I am in one player. I know it's not. So, Jalen Hurts, Monday night, we need Devontae Smith to be good. So, start him and we're all in this
1: together. All right. Flex PPR, need one Mike Davis or Oil Can Boyd. Or it says, oh, I guess, Cordell pa- is that Cordell Patterson making an appearance here?
2: Yes, for all, the wow. right, for all the right reasons. If you haven't noticed, Cordell Patterson is one of the first players in CBS, at least their platform's history, to have a dual eligibility this week. Cordell Patterson, who was always the Tennessee wide receiver, right, drafted right. way too high. Now he's playing running back for Atlanta. Wow. And he's right now a 50-50 split with Mike Davis. I've really dived into that or dove into that. And Mike Davis is still the start over Cordell Patterson for this week. He caught seven catches for only 25 yards, but in a full PPR league, that's a big amount of uh, receptions out of the backfield. Mike Davis had just a few more carries than Patterson. But overall, that is a 50-50 split, and that is no bueno for fantasy. But for these purposes, uh, if you need one, I would go with Mike Davis. But hear me out. If T. Higgins is out... I'm having you go with oil can Boyd, but that is only if T. Higgins is out, and that is still a very up in the air situation.
1: Uh, would if someone texts in, would you guys start Tyson Williams as your flex? With all due respect, I don't know I don't who know you're who else, right? right. Who,
2: sure. Go 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 give him a start. Right. I have no okay. idea who you're gonna who the other one is. Please text in as your options. But Taysom Williams in general is very startable at Detroit. Sure. Uh, James White or Javante Williams, PPR. Full PPR is the yeah. answer to that question, and I'm going with James White on that one. James White is catching balls out of the backfield right now, which is a great thing. Last week, he had six catches for 45 yards, and he had another 20 yards on the ground with a touchdown. So James White is a good fantasy start, for sure.
1: 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to send some more text in here. Now, someone said, as you guys mentioned before, shouldn't we over overreact over two weeks and trade away our own star players. But well, with that being said, what about some players that maybe you should look for to buy low according to their performances to start the season? Any big name guys, and, and I'll limit it to this because you can go over 100 different guys right now, I'm sure. Any first or second round guys you think somebody's trying to get rid of at this point because their team is 0-2. They've got an example, a Zeke Elliott. They're trying to get rid of him. Is that a guy that you would kind of throw a little bit at just to see? Like, what do you do in that situation? Last week, I would have told you,
2: Zeke Elliott, it would have been the first name out of my mouth, but I'm watching Tony Pollard right now. And Tony Pollard has carved out his own role right now there. And quite honestly, I don't think he's going anywhere. Now, Ezekiel Elliott's going to Be fine. He's not going to get you the first-round talent back now. Uh, So I I apologize for that. If you grab him with the fifth or sixth overall pick, you are not going to get that value back because they are using number 20. That's Tony Pollard. And so he is not my recommendation. He is a buy low guy that I would not recommend because he is a low... But I wouldn't buy him yet. I still want to see how that shakes out. The answer to that question is Alvin Kamara, okay? Okay. If you think you could go and get yourself an Alvin Kamara right now, because that team started at 0-2, look at the rosters, guys, okay? Look at a team. Don't just throw trades out there. Look at a team's roster and see what their needs are. And I like to overpay for a player like an Alvin Kamara, because if you guys remember, last year... Down the stretch, he won fantasy leagues. He is the reason why you're a champion in so many leagues. So he's got to come off to a bad start, right? It happens. But he's a perfect buy low candidate right now. Uh, another player that I could come off with the top of my head is, uh, I think George Kittle is better at the tight end position than he has shown. There's, we discussed it. There was these three elite guys going into the season, and he has not been the elite. The other two have been. That's Waller and Kelsey. Uh, so, look, you could go over t- some of the top players and you could see who is underperformed. Najee Harris is o- underperformed. Yes, yes. I, yep. I like him. But then there's the other guys, like uh, the hyphen, for example. Mm. Do not buy the hyphen. Right. The value is low for a reason, right. right? So, you know, you could come in with specific questions as to, you know, hey, should I go after this player right. or that player? Because uh, every player has a value and I'm happy to tell you what my opinion of it is. Uh, but someone like Clyde edwards hilaire if you drafted him in the second or third round, I'm recommending right now that you put him on your bench. I don't trust him. I don't trust his uh, targets. I don't trust his anything about that guy right, right. now. Yeah, weird.
1: It, weird in that offense too. To you know, he doesn't that, get goal yeah.
2: line carries. That's no. the big problem. And right now, I read that he hasn't had a run over 20 yards in the last basically since his rookie, you know, opening game. He hasn't had it in a year and a half. So. Uh, There's something missing with him, and they just will decide to throw the ball every single time.
1: All right, defensive question for you here. Someone says they have Buffalo's defense, but they have a chance to pick up Carolina for tonight. Uh, Which would you recommend to start this week? Keep Carolina, I mean, keep Buffalo, or possibly pick up Carolina just to start for tonight's game? It's a great uh, question because
2: it's not an easy answer. Buffalo at home versus Washington, and their backup quarterback is a really good matchup. And their best player on Buffalo's defense is a cornerback, Tredavious White, who's going to be shadowing Washington's real big weapon, Scary Terry. So the truth is, man, do I love tonight's matchup for Carolina. Their defense looks good. I would pick up Carolina's defense. I'd somehow figure out a way to keep Buffalo's defense and let this be a one-week plug. And uh, again, if you have a real hard problem finding out who to drop, text in the show and I'll help you answer that.
1: All right, 305-567-0560. That is a text machine. Send them in. We will answer them for you. Someone says, the nose knows. You like Tyson Williams or Lenny Fournette this week? I like Tyson Williams over Lenny Fournette this week. Uh, standard, no no PPR league. This guy said that he kicked himself. Ooh, don't kick yourself. Uh, for not starting Gronk in, f- in the flex spot the last two weeks, he's already got Travis Kelsey. He's got pretty good tight ends uh, at tight end. So do I start Gronk, Sutton, Edmonds, uh, or Elijah Mish- uh, Mitchell or Waddle? So it's Waddle, Mitchell, Edmonds, Sutton, or Gronk at that flex spot. Kelsey already at starting tight end. So the only th- real thing no that, PPR. Caught,
2: that, yeah. that caught my attention, Zach, because the answer was going to be Sutton or Edmonds. But if you're kicking yourself and you're a touchdown lead, because that's what this is essentially is, right? With Antonio Brown being out, it just means more targets for the three big players. And that's Evans, Godwin, and now Gronk. Personally, I'm starting Sutton still, okay? That's my answer. I'm going to go with Sutton. Uh, but it's really a coin flip. And if you want to start Gronk, I got no problem with it.
1: that is the text machine, it is absolutely loaded. We're going to get back to a ton more text messages. We're going to get to all the sniff test coming up, the tight end pick of the week, yes or no's, and the nose pick of the week. That's all coming up in hour number two here. Houston and Carolina kickoff week three tonight, 825 kickoff for Thursday night football. You can hear that on our sister station, 790. This is Zach and the Nose fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll take a quick break. Hour number one of the books, hour number two after this.